Good morning, patrons, and welcome to another episode of A Universe of Stories. Today, we are going to be talking to Candace, who teaches at Kundalini Rising of Nashville. She is a yoga instructor. Good morning, Candace. Hi, how are you? I'm doing good. How are you today? I am great. I'm I'm excited to talk to you <laughs> about everything. Thank you. Um, Thank yoga, you. Yoga is such a wonderful thing, and so we're very happy to have you today to talk with us about it. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. So we're going to kind of start off with you telling us a little bit about yourself. All right. Well, I'm a mom of two girls who are almost grown now. I have two puppies and a cat. I really enjoy having animal friends in my life. Um, an earthy, dusty, light blue is one of my favorite colors. I love writing poetry, drawing, and being creative. And I also really enjoy teaching and practicing yoga. Fantastic. So what is yoga, if you could describe it? In short, yoga is a system or technology that gives us the ability to learn about ourselves in unique and different ways. So practicing yoga can help us to pay closer attention to and become more aware of how we feel and how we respond to our everyday experiences. So what is a yoga instructor? A yoga instructor is just what it sounds like, a person who has special training and understands how to instruct or teach others this unique technology. And that is exactly what you do, and I'm assuming that you enjoy it. <laughs> I absolutely do. <laughs> <laughs> now, this is going to sound kind of silly, but I have to ask for our listeners, is yoga good for us? Yes. Yoga is a great practice that helps our minds and our bodies stay healthy, happy, and feeling well. So because we have a younger audience, this is for our children, I'm going to ask a very basic question. Can I do yoga? <laughs> oh, yeah. Anyone can do yoga. That's one of the many wonderful things about yoga. Did you know that one of the first things I teach in my classes is how to breathe correctly? Oh. You know that much of the time we aren't even breathing as deeply as our bodies need us to? That's why I like to teach others about the power of the breath and how to fully utilize such a, t a, such a simple treasure. Would you like to try it? I absolutely would. All right. So come sitting or standing so that your spine is stretching up tall, resting your hands at your sides or in your lap. Keep your chin straight ahead so that it doesn't tilt up or down, just letting it sit on your neck in a tall but relaxed manner. Now close your eyes gently and imagine yourself as a balloon. It can be any color you like. Start to breathe in slowly through your nose. Imagine that balloon filling and expanding in every direction as you continue to breathe in slowly and deeply. As you imagine the balloon expanding, feel your body expand in every direction just like the balloon. Let your breath fill all the way down your spine and feel your belly open with the breath. Feel the breath flow deeply all the way up your spine and into your chest even into your throat. Pause briefly with this full breath, and when you're ready, begin to release the breath through your nose just as slowly as you took that breath in. Imagine the balloon deflating as you slowly release the air and feel your belly gently collapse into your spine as you let the breath slowly and completely out. Pause briefly as you complete the exhale, and then when you're ready, just begin again. Just let that breath cycle through several times, each time slowly expanding the balloon and then slowly deflating that balloon. And then when you finish, just take a moment to notice how you feel. Can you feel a difference? I absolutely feel more relaxed. 
awesome. <laughs> I feel relaxed and I feel calm. That was wonderful. Uh, Thank you. Absolutely. So, so, what is your favorite pose? I know this is like asking which of your children is your favorite. <laughs> right. That you. is a tough question to answer for sure. Um, there are so many yoga, um, yoga poses to choose from, and they all help our bodies in different ways. Um, but I think I really enjoy doing cat-cow. Cat-cow is a posture that helps the spine stay nice and flexible. So it helps your blood flow or circulate throughout your whole body, and it keeps your skin looking bright and clear. So it's pretty easy when you get the hang of it, and you can move as quickly or slowly as you feel comfortable moving. So if you want to try it, absolutely. You'll come on to, okay, so you'll come onto your hands and your knees, just like a cat or cow stands on all four legs, and your hands are directly underneath your shoulders, and your fingers are spread wide on the floor, and the knees are settled into the floor directly underneath your hips. So next, you'll take a deep breath in through your nose as you lift your chin up high, pointing it up towards the sky as far as you can while you flex your spine down toward the floor. So that's the cow part of cat-cow. Next, you'll exhale through the nose as you bring your chin down towards your chest while you flex the spine up like a cat. So you just continue to move from cat to cow at a pace or rhythm that feels right for you. And you can even say moo and meow as you move from cat to cow. Kind of makes it more fun. <laughs> oh, wow. That would be a great exercise for children. Yeah. Absolutely. And being able to kind of imitate the noises that the animals make, I feel like that make it kind of fun. Exactly. Yeah. So do you know any fun chants to say out loud while you're doing yoga? Yes. One of my favorite chants is Satnam, pronounced just like but mom. <laughs> Satnam. Sat means truth and nam means identity. So truth is my identity. So this mantra is great to use when you have any negative, unnecessary, or repetitive thoughts swirling around in your head. <clears throat> you can just Satnam it. Bring that mantra right into your space and neutralize or clear those thoughts with that mantra. It's like telling your thoughts, hey, you're not a useful thought, so thanks for stopping by, but now I'm chanting Satnam and bringing my true self to my full awareness. A great thing about mantra is that you don't have to say it out loud. Like when you're in the library and you need to be quiet, but you really feel like using the benefits of mantra, you can just think it in your mind instead of saying it out loud. Wow, that's wonderful. That's a great idea, too. Something that you can kind of use to calm yourself down or just be centered, but it's your own little thing, so you don't have to absolutely say it out loud for anybody else to hear. I exactly. Know. So you can do it anywhere, at any time. <laughs> that's wonderful. And that's, see, it's bringing the practices of yoga to everyday life, and I love it. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> what are some easy moves for me to try? And keep in mind, I probably have the skill set of a, an early child who's just starting out. So, <laughs> Sure. So I find that one of the easiest um, uh, poses is neck rolls. They're really easy and they feel great too. So all you do is you first sit up tall, close your eyes down gently, and let your chin fall gently towards your chest. And you begin to roll gently and slowly. As you lift your neck around, you roll it in one direction. So you let it continue to roll completely around your neck, and you do this for one to three minutes or for as long as you'd like, and then you just switch directions and begin rolling your neck in the opposite direction. So the important thing to remember here is that while you're rolling your neck around, you want to lift your neck up as you go around. So you want to feel that stretch in your neck. 
almost like you're wearing a turtleneck, but you don't want to crumple up. Oh, wow. Well, that sounds really, I mean, I, I just tried it and I feel that's a very, <laughs> that's a good stretch for my neck. <laughs> Feels good, right? <laughs> it does, actually. It really does. One of the simple pleasures in life. <laughs> so are there any other poses? So um, there's shoulder shrugs. So um, with shoulder shrugs, you would stay sitting tall. And you'll close your eyes down gently. You'll rest your hands on your knees with your palms facing down. And then you just take a deep breath in while you lift your shoulders up as high towards your ears as you can. Then you release the breath out as you let the shoulders just release back down. So you keep the posture moving with a deep breath, inhaling as you lift the shoulders up and exhaling as you let the shoulders back down. And when you feel that you've found a comfortable rhythm with the movement, you can start silently chanting such as you inhale and nom as you exhale. Wow, those are wonderful moves. Yeah, they help to release a lot of a lot of tension and stress that we we end up carrying unnecessarily every day. So I love those. <laughs> Absolutely, and these are these are things that not only can you do, you know, at home, but you can carry this to every other facet of life. You like can do it your when you're sitting in the car. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> in the car, at home, at work. Why not? <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Because we're talking with you in your pocket. <laughs> exactly. Just like a little just a little treat for you whenever you need it. Just like mantras, you can also do some neck rolls. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> can you tell us about chakras? Sure. Chakra is a Sanskrit word that literally means wheel or disc. So yoga uses this word to describe specific centers in the body that we don't generally see, but we may feel them as we begin to pay attention. There are seven main chakras that go up all along the spine. So each chakra is represented with a different color, kind of like the rainbow. Wonderful. Do you have any other fun words to say, maybe while we're practicing yoga or even just regularly? Uh, Yes, I love to say the word Rasa so much that I named my puppy Rasa Lily, just oh. so I could say it all the time. <laughs> so Rasa means essence. So my dog's name literally means essence of a lily. Awesome. So an- another fun word um, to say is Shavasana. So you may hear a yoga teacher tell a class to come laying on their backs for Shavasana. Can you guess what that means? Um. So if you guess... <laughs> If you guess deep relaxation, you're right. <laughs> I was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> so deep relaxation, called shavasana, is a very important part of a yoga practice. When we allow time to deeply relax on your back and allow your arms to rest down by your sides with your feet jetting out naturally at the end of your practice, this gives our bodies the opportunity to let all of the changes that happen during the yoga practice to work with the different systems of the body. So this gives us the best results. So the deeper you're able to relax, the better your practice will serve you. Who knew rest was such an important part of work and play? (laughs) Absolutely. What is meditation? Great question. So meditation is a way to clear and clean the mind of all the clutter, all the extra clutter in there. So kind of like how we take a bath or a shower to clean our bodies, our mind can get cluttered with thoughts and feelings that don't always serve us. But meditation gives us a way to clean some of that clutter out so that we're able to think more clearly. We're able to think clearly. And when we're able to think more clearly, we find that we can relax and respond and act in ways that keep us feeling good about ourselves. 
Now, I don't think I could sit still for that long. And I know that some of our listeners, the younger you are, the more energetic you are. And sometimes you just get restless. So do you ever have trouble sitting still? Oh, my gosh. Of course I do. (laughs) Sometimes I can sit still for a long time, but certainly not all the time. And I find it very hard to sit still if my mind is racing in different directions with all the thoughts and feelings that I have at times. But that's actually the best time to meditate. I choose meditations that use mantra or chanting or even hand movements called mudras to help bring my concentration to a place of stillness. The chanting mantras and using mudras and using different breaths are all tools that help us um, meditate. They're, they're very useful to help us meditate. Practicing meditation is actually what brings us to finally sit still. It's kind of interesting like that. That sounds interesting. And it sounds like it's... Um... It would be easy to kind of do, and it's a great, I think that's a great alternative to just feeling kind of restless and jumpy, and you're right, most of the time when we are feeling kind of restless, we have things on our mind anyway, so I feel like this is a great way to kind of declutter and de-stress. Yeah, yeah, so you never want to run away from the thoughts in your head, you want to acknowledge them and and let them go, and and meditation gives you the opportunity to, to do that, so you can just kind of be the observer, you just watch and and, and pay attention to what's going on, and then that way your body can can actually relax and, and release what it needs to. So could we maybe practice doing this? Sure. Okay, so come sitting up tall, resting your hands at your knees with your palms facing up. We'll chant Sa, Ta, Na, Ma. So this mantra represents the cycle of creation. Sa is infinity. Ta is birth. Na is death or transformation, and ma is rebirth. So it's actually the cycle of life, just like we have cycles of the season, like spring, summer, fall, and winter. So our mudra, or hand movement, will be touching the tips of our thumbs to the tips of our fingers. So we'll begin with the pointer fingertip for sa, then the middle fingertip for ta, then the ring fingertip for na, and finally the uh, the pinky fingertip for ma. So we'll touch the fingertips together in rhythm with the mantra. So are you ready? I think so. (laughs) Okay. So inhale deeply through your nose. Exhale completely through the nose. And let's begin. Sa, ta, na, ma, sa, ta, na, ma, sa, ta, Na, ma, sa, ta, na, ma, sa, ta, na, ma. And inhale deeply. And exhale. And there you go. You just did a, a meditation. Wow, <laughs> you can do that for a longer period of time if you'd like, but um, even just sitting um, at the grocery store when you're waiting for your mom in line you can just if you're feeling restless you can just begin those little um, finger movements and chant it in your mind ta ta na ma you can go as fast or as slow as you want to it's kind of fun that was really fun thank you so much yeah (laughs) now we have to talk more about yoga poses (laughs) okay (laughs) because when you think about yoga you think about stretching right yes now, some people can put their whole leg over their head. Can you do that? 
While I do know some people who can do that, I have not yet been able to master that one. <laughs> that doesn't keep me from working hard toward being able to, though. <laughs> <laughs> I had to ask just because it's always it's always the first <laughs> thing you think about. <laughs> of course. <laughs> All right. So we have one more question. And you have done so fantastically well. Thank you so much. Now, beca- oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> because we are librarians here and we love to read. What is your favorite bedtime story? Or what is your favorite book? And it can be adult or children's, whatever you want. So uh, one of my favorite bedtime stories is If You Were My Bunny by Kate McMullen because it combines lullabies within the story, and I really love to sing. Lots of wonderful choice. (laughs) I would probably have to say, as cheesy as it sounds, that the dictionary is an all-time favorite of mine because I enjoy learning the exact meaning of words. Oh, wow. But I think really any book that has the ability to take me on an adventure or give me an experience as I read it is a book I really like to read. That's a wonderful answer. That's so fantastic. (laughs) Because it's true. Dictionary, it makes you a lifelong learner. And I feel like you know, being a teacher at Kundalini Rising of Nashville, you are not only teaching, but you're also learning as you teach. Am I right? Absolutely. Absolutely. That's a teacher so- is always a student. <laughs> <laughs> That's so true. <laughs> oh, well, thank you so much for talking with us today. I absolutely appreciate it. And for all of our listeners, we were speaking to yoga instructor, teacher, Candace, who works at Kundalini Rising of Nashville. And if you're interested, just let her know. We'll have her information up with the podcast for you. Thank you so much for talking with us, Candace. Thanks for inviting me today. I appreciate being here. Have a great afternoon. You as well. Goodbye. <laughs>